Hello, everyone. Welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we are in another School of Light, an educational series of videos for you. This is going to be another story of mine, Pastor Deborah, of how I went from being a licensed clinical mental health counselor, helping you to try to solve your problems and issues and to have some peace within yourself to helping you the Lord's way. First, I didn't know who I was to help. Later on, I learned it was your forever person. Then I didn't know how to help you. Didn't know where you were. Didn't know if I was to make an appointment with you in my office or what. So I had a lot of learning to do. And this section of my life, I wrote in a journal, sort of speaking, and it came out as stories. This story is from the series called The Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. And it's a lot of my personal stories, revelations, spiritual learning, and tests that I took to learn how to help you the Lord's way. At the time this happened, I didn't know this was helping me to help you. But after I passed and I learned, I wrote them down. Yeah, and I'm now putting them to video to help you. This is story number 12, and it's entitled, Where Two or Three Are Gathered in My Name. It's a powerful story, very short. So I hope it helps you to understand yourself, the word of God, how you help people, and the Lord. So we'll get started in just a minute. First, let's give thank you to Zoom Pro who I'm recording through, and Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. I get them free from their ministry. And we want to welcome all of you to the Garden of Eden, spiritually, on your planet. It is the garden, the place of God's delight and pleasure and presence, where he meets with us. That's right. He can, his living creatures are here. We get to see and experience what we used to live in before the fall of all of us through disobedience and sin. Mm-hmm. And it's a small taste of what heaven and the new earth will be like. Yeah, just a small taste. That's Everybody. right, Rob. So So welcome, everyone, from whatever planet, solar system, or galaxy you're in. Welcome. No matter where your physical body is, welcome to your forever person, your spirit part of you. That part of you that lives on after earthly death. When your body, your physical body, can no longer sustain itself. Maybe it's been blown up or shot or died of sickness, disease, illness, trauma, tragedy, don't know. Or maybe you never made it out of the womb because somebody chose to kill you and murder you 
who never even had a chance to have an earthly life. This is for you. That's right. This is, like I said, story number 12. We're going to work through all these and then get into volume two. After that, I've got lots of letters, love letters, that I wrote into the darkness. I want you to hear. They're wonderful. And some silent cries from people from the darkness. That's right. And I got more books and more books. I've got books and books that I wrote because I stayed home for years and just studied and took tests, failed them, took them again and passed. Oh, yeah. Even at home. That's right. Just watering my garden, cutting the grass, vacuuming, doing dishes, cooking, cleaning, going to Walmart. Yep. You take your tests no matter where you are and you pass or fail. I passed most of them, and the ones I failed, I had to take again. This one, I did not fail. So this story is going to be entitled, Where Two or Three Are Gathered in My Name. But first, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful video that shows us taking a walk, Mm -hmm. that shows us on a life, a path, walking probably by ourselves. As many of us do. Father, we thank you for Pixabay and Zoom Pro and all the computers that help us and the cameras and the microphones. We thank you for YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We thank you for GoDaddy, the website. We thank you, Father, for all that you are using to spread your message of agape love to all of us in every solar system, in every galaxy. On every planet where you put living creatures. Thank you, Father, for being about your work of Isaiah 61 and 62. Fulfilling your heart's desires for us and you. And speaking out your prophetic words so we can hear them even now. That you desire for us and you to be in a family. For us to be healed and well and happy and full of glory and majesty a child in your family. Thank you for your words of hope from a cross, from even hell and death and the grave, and most of all, from your resurrection out of death. Thank you, Father, that you love us so much. Your everlasting covenant is still here, reaching out, waiting for us to become new in you, a child of light, a child of the kingdom of heaven, Thank you, Father, for never, ever forsaking us, not even now. When we take a lonely walk, or we have thoughts by ourselves, or we're alone somewhere in great fear, maybe abuse, trauma, death is near, but you never forsake us. And thank you, Father, for this story that will teach us you are there with us and for us. We thank you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. This story is based on the scriptures of Matthew 18, 19 through 20, out of the authorized King James Bible and 1 John 5, 7 through 8, out of the King James Bible. That's the Bible version I use. There's no commentaries. 
from any denomination or religion. It's just the translated words from Hebrew and Greek into English. In your language, it would be into your language. And then I use the Strong's Concordance and a Webster's Dictionary to get further definitions and understand what is being said to me. So let's start with Matthew 18, 19 through 20. These are the very red words of Christ Jesus himself during his earthly life. Again, I say unto you, whoever was listening, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. That sounds so good. That's even taught in church. Verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst, the center of them. Wow, that is taught. Because we're taught to, when we're having issues or problems, to go seek out prayer and get another person or two or three people together, hold hands, and pray together, be in agreement, be in unity. That seems to be the buzzword these days, unity. And if we're all gathered together in the same thought, the same prayer, then God is there with us and he will do what we ask. That is what is taught. That is what Pastor Deborah believed for a long time. Till one night. First John 5, 7 through 8. John was an early disciple of this Christ Jesus. He was probably the youngest one. And he wrote the Gospel of John. And he wrote a couple other books in the New Testament. First John and Second John. And when he got older, he was sent to the island of Patmos. He had a powerful vision. And he wrote the book of Revelation to reveal to us the future. So John was very sensitive, very much in touch with, very much loved and was easy probably to talk to and believed in this Christ Jesus. So First John 5, 7 through 8, verse 7, verse 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Verse 8. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three Agree in one. This is going to be powerful. Mm -hmm. A lot of times what would happen to me, I'd have a question for the Lord. And I'd ask him, maybe while I'm walking or driving or mowing the lawn or taking a shower or washing dishes. And And I always told him, you have to help me out of your word. So he would send me scriptures and usually I didn't understand it at first till I got another scripture 
reference. And then I pray and I say, what are you talking about? Teach me. Show me the meaning. This story is about one evening. While I was walking with my dog, he's passed away now. His name was Puppy, cute little black and white puppy. And I asked the Heavenly Father a question. I'm always asking God questions. I hope you are. I said, Father, you know we're told in church to get with someone and have them come into agreement with us in prayer so that your words of Matthew 18, 19 through 20, and 1 John 5, 7 through 8, those that we just read to you, can be fulfilled and our prayers answered. We all want our prayers answered. We all want the prayers that other people pray for us to be answered. Because we all got issues and problems. We need help. Yeah. I just watched the, the movie Torah, Torah, Torah about the Japanese preparing to attack Pearl Harbor. And before the young men left on their airplanes to attack, they went up to some kind of altar with candles burning, bowed their head, clapped their hands, and prayed. They even put scarves around their head as an omen of good luck. Yeah. They were always sort of seeking help for whatever they were going to do to be successful. We're no different. We all want success. We want to win. We want favor. We want healing. We want positive things to happen in our lives. So in church, we're told, if you have a problem, call up somebody. Get a prayer team going. Get a prayer chain going. Go to a prayer meeting. Call the pastor. Have him pray for you. Call an elder, a deacon. Call a friend. Have them pray with you. Maybe right over the phone or come over to your house. So that was our instructions. And so I said, Father, well, you know, I spend a lot of time by myself at home, in my car, in hotels. I traveled a lot, believe it or not. Walking like here in this beautiful video, walking alone with my puppy dog. And if something happened to me, I would not have anyone to come into agreement with about my situation. And it might be life or death. And the situation could be very serious and need immediate attention. And you know, could be my life. I'm in a hotel, having a heart attack, being attacked. Yeah, does that happen in hotels? Yes. Car wreck, airplane crash. I've traveled a lot on airplanes Mm -hmm. as a licensed clinical mental health counselor. So I was asking him, I could be in terrible trouble. You know, life and death for me. So who would so who would be there for me to come into agreement with? So my prayers would be strengthened and heard by you. 
That was a great question. Have you ever asked that yourself? Who should you call? Maybe the phones are out. No electricity. What do you do? Most of you don't believe in traveling in the spirit, leaving your body. Most of you are dependent on the phone, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn. Don't know. What happened if there's no electricity? Your whole town has been flooded. Or hurricanes come through, can't travel. So I asked this question of God. It was a very personal one. One night, walking my little dog. And God is so good. If you ask him questions, he will answer you. But you have to train your spirit to hear his voice. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's one word, stop, discern, no. Other times it's long, answers to questions. So I heard the voice of the Lord say to me, through the Holy Spirit, I'm here on earth with you. Huh? For you and I make two. Well, that made sense. And if you come into agreement with me, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit, the word of God will be fulfilled. Now, that is strange teaching. I forgot that God was in me and he's here on the planet. Because he's everywhere. And I forgot that I had the Holy Spirit inside of me as well. He went on and said, I am your teacher and comforter on earth. And I am living inside of you. And I am always with you wherever you go. Forgot that. Didn't even think about it. You and I together make two in agreement. What a revelation. How many times do we say God is with us, but we really don't understand it? And we go and we run to somebody else to help us. Well, that made sense to me. And it really opened up my spiritual understanding. I was not to be dependent on another human being to get my prayers answered. I was to be 100% totally in fellowship and dependent on coming into agreement with, unity with, the three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, the Holy Spirit. Who are three but one? And with the three... That bear witness in the earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. I had a ton of people, things, supporters, prayer partners to come into unity with that I was not taught about. I learned the Holy Spirit was my comforter. 
and that the Christ, the living spiritual word, would never leave me, would always be with me. Let's see how many we had. We had the Father. We had the Word, the Holy Spirit. That's three. But they're one. Then we had the Spirit on earth, the water, and the blood. Six plus me. I made seven. You think those would get our prayers answered and heard? Me and them together? I learned I had the most effective and unified group of people, trusted prayer people, partners with me always, inside of me, and on the earth, and in the heaven. I had many that were pulling for me, praying for me. Even the Holy Spirit would pray for me when I didn't know what to pray for. Forgot about that. And the Holy Spirit, he would pray for to my heavenly Father with groanings and utterances when I didn't know what to pray for. He was praying when I wasn't even praying. I needed no one else. I needed no human spirit. I didn't need to call the prayer team, the prayer cha- channel. Didn't need to go call the pastor. I had all of that within me. And in heaven, I was not to be dependent on anyone else but them. What a wonderful peace came to me. I would always have another, many others, to come into agreement with. No matter where I was, they were with me, both on earth and in heaven. I once again was spiritually revealed. A great hidden spiritual mystery of the word of God. And that Jesus the Christ knew. And he practiced during his earthly life on earth. He'd go away by himself into the mountains. Sometimes for days. And be with them. He'd get instructions, comfort, help. Then he'd come down and do ministry. He just did it. He didn't have to pray. Didn't have to lay hands on people. Just spoke. He was working with these that were unseen in the realm of the spirit. What a wonderful peace came to me. I now knew a truth I had not known. No, Christ Jesus. He prayed and talked with and sought comfort and help from his father, God, the most high. And the Holy Spirit alone. He totally came into agreement with his heavenly father. And the Holy Spirit. Now I too would be able to be more like Christ Jesus. Have his mind. His way of thinking and doing things. His way of prayer. And unity. And I could spiritually live. On earth in this dirt body. More as Christ did. Totally in agreement. With his and his heavenly father. And the Holy Spirit. Not dependent. 
on another human. To come into unity with. To be in prayer with. I now had my prayer partners. The mind of Christ was being more and more developed in my spiritual heart and mind and transforming my soul. My spiritual heart and mind was being renewed in the truth and the light that I was discovering through asking questions. So that night, I learned a valuable lesson that I never again would have to ask another human for prayer, to pray for me, to seek out for help, to be in unity with, to get prayers answered, situations resolved, to come into agreement with, to set my faith with theirs. Of course, I didn't know the level of their faith. I didn't know much about anybody in the church to come into one accord. That was what we were taught in church to do. So our faith would be strengthened. So we would fulfill where two or three are gathered in unity. God would hear us. No, I had my team now. I had my prayer team, my spiritual eternal prayer meeting inside. I had the most trusted prayer person ever, the Holy Spirit. I had the Father, the Word, the Blood. And the word of God. I had many who were one. Already inside of me. So I learned that night. Come into agreement with the word. Come into agreement. Seek the Holy Spirit. Seek the Father. Who were all one. And they all bear witness. On the earth. The water was here of life. The resurrection was here. The spirit was here. And the blood of salvation. And if I came into agreement with all of that. Then my prayers would be heard. I'd be in partnership unity. I would be strengthened by them. And they were always with me. For they were inside of my spirit. And they were on the earth for me. To come into unity with. They were witnesses. Testimonies. That I could count on. That were faithful. So this night. Walking with my little dog. Out. In the wilderness. Out on a path. Right outside my house. I learned a valuable lesson. What they were teaching in church. And religion. Was not the truth. It was not the way God wanted us to be. It was not the way Christ Jesus was. Christ Jesus never called on his disciples. To come and pray for him. To strengthen him. He did call them when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. Just to pray. Not for him. But just to pray. So they would not be taken. Spiritually. For test time was coming. No. He was trying to help them. To pray. So they too could be strengthened by the father. But their flesh was weak. They slept. Through through night. Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Father, battled this battle alone in the garden of Gethsemane. It prepared him when he said, Father, not my will, but yours. 
to turn himself in to the Romans, to be beaten and whipped, to travel the long road to the hill of Golgotha, to go to the cross, to go into hell and death, knowing he was not alone. He released himself, his spirit, into his father's hands. He knew the plan, and he was not alone, even though he was forsaken for a little bit on the cross, so he could experience spiritual death, separation from the father's pleasure and presence. But he never walked alone. And that's what you'll learn. There's lots of songs about not walking alone because you always have him. When you're dying, maybe you're the only one there. And even if you're not, you're the only one dying. You're alone, but you're not. If you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You'll be comforting your spirit to make a journey out of the dirt and into heaven. So I learned a valuable lesson that was not taught because religion wants to keep you dependent on humans, other people, prayer teams, prayer partners, the church. They don't want you to stray too far from humans and get so dependent like Christ Jesus on just the father. They want you to be in some kind of fellowship and don't forsake that with your fellow believers. And be in unity. Come into prayer and agreement. Well, I learned a valuable lesson this night. I was already had my church. I was a part of the great church of the kingdom of heaven. I had my pastor, my teacher, my comforter, my father and my mother. I was in a family spiritually. This was for my spirit that would help my soul. My soul was not to be frightened. It was not to feel it had to go get another human to pray. It was my spirit that was to rise up and know that it was not alone here on earth or maybe on your planet. And it had the most trusted prayer partner with it, the Holy Spirit, the word of God and the father himself. I was not alone. And if I came into agreement with them, And the blood and the word and the water. We were many, but we were one. And all my prayers and my requests would be heard and answered. And God would be victorious. If I used this pattern, this teaching in my prayer life. And I have since that day. So you be encouraged. You don't have to call for another. Call to God. And a lot of our situations, we know we're all alone. We have no phone, no way. So you call out to him. He's there. He's with you and for you. The Holy Spirit, once you become a child of God through believing in Christ, he's in you. He will. He's there for your spirit, who then will comfort your soul. It's a spiritual experience, a spiritual reality a spiritual truth and light for your spirit god's a spirit and he is working and seeking your forever person to come into to be a part of to be your father and mother 
to be your most trusted prayer partner of your spirit. That's right. It's a spirit work. That's right. So you be encouraged. There's help for you and your prayers. And if you want him to be your most trusted prayer partner and to always be there with you, then come and be his child. Come out of the darkness and the ignorance and let your spirit find him by your free will. He will come and bring his Holy Spirit, his word of God. You too will be like Pastor Deborah, never alone spiritually. And what you hear and see in the spirit from him, it will strengthen and transform your soul from being fearful, frightened, and seeking other humans. He what desires to be your most trusted prayer partner. For you to be dependent on him and him alone for your spirit. Then your spirit will help your soul. Yes, your soul will get scared and frightened and want somebody to comfort you. But it must reach to the heavenly father himself and not to other humans. Our soul is a strange creature. It wants love. Naturally, it'll take it from animals, trees, love of purpose, job, people, even if they hurt us and abuse us. Love is a powerful desire. But God seeks you to love him so he can meet that need to your spirit and your spirit release that love to your soul. So you will never walk alone. When you're out on the path like this, you'll see God in the trees and the animals. You'll hear him speaking to you through the songs of birds. An animal might run across your path and you might see God. For his life is in them as well. So you be encouraged today. You can become, as Pastor Deborah, a child of the family of God. One with many. With the word, the blood, the water, the Holy Spirit, the Heavenly Father. And they will become your most trusted prayer partner. Whenever you're gathered with them in prayer, there are more than two or three. There's a bunch of you. So if you want that, it's done. The Father will fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. You will get a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision. Mm -hmm. It's where your spirit is set free of your soul and its lust and its pleasures, its pride. So it can be taught easily from the soul. You will start learning the difference between spirit and soul. And you'll be in the family. You sort of become a, you're a baby. You have to grow and learn. One day you become what they call a working royal, a king of the kingdom of heaven on whatever planet you are on. He needs you. He loves you and wants you as his child. And one day you'll be able to say, Abba, Abba, Father, Father. And his mother's side, the agape love, will be there to teach you with her wisdom, her counsel, her comfort, her love. You'll have a mother and a father. You will not be spiritually abandoned anymore. So you come and you join us.
in the family, in the kingdom of heaven, through Christ Jesus, in the name of Jesus himself. Amen. Okay. See you in the next story. Remember, you're learning about me, what I had to learn, the tests, the trials, the questions to help you. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. All right. See you later. Bye-bye.